0: Blech. These candies are chalky and unpleasant.
1: And what is this emotion you humans call love? Surely it
0: says love.
1: No, love with an earth W. Behold. Hey, Scott. Yes, Adam. Is ours not a love to conquer all things? I like to think of it as the platonic ideal love. Because yeah, that, that's a, what I meant, to. A true bromance.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I wasn't talking about romance. What would I do that?
0: This concept of love confuses and infuriates us!
1: Coming to you almost live from a box of sweet tarts, this is... The Unknown Studio. I'm Scott. I'm Adam. We are your romantic,
2: sexual. Host.
1: Well, I, it goes without saying. I, I
2: want to say, and part of the reason that we are super sexual today is because we have a very special young lady <laughs> joining us in the studio today. Her name is Ashley Green, and some of you will know her as No Pants Ash on Twitter. Some of you will know her as Photos with Ash on twitter
1: fun fact she is both taking photos and not wearing pants right now
2: it is astonishing the best part was when she was taking photos while removing her pants (laughs) which really is just (laughs)
1: impressive that is impressive great
2: (laughs) welcome to the show thank you gosh we really made you sit there quietly for a while and uncomfortably i love it it. okay good Uh, the reason we wanted to have you on the show is of course Uh, Because this is our Valentine's Day episode. Mm -hmm. Um, We're coming out a little bit early because of the way our show schedule lined up this year, and uh, you're doing some interesting um, romantical things in a way.
0: Romantical, yes. I would say,
2: yeah. Um, You launched a website, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a website to support an initiative that you were undertaking called "Love Letters to Strangers." Yes. What I did. on earth is that <laughs> all about?
0: Um, so we started a project. Um, I did myself, I guess, uh, about a year and a half ago, and we, or I rather, I uh, started writing little notes to people and handing them out on the street and leaving them for for people. Um, I love putting them on people's windshields and you know at a coffee shop or a bus stop or things like that so I just did it because I got you know I I got some serious kicks from it I thought it was fun and it made people laugh and I got some hugs from it and and I confused some people so I just enjoyed it and I loved it and then it just started to sort of exploded and people just wanted to get involved and and learn more about it and write their own and so it just it just sort of happened and that's
2: that's it. That's I don't I don't believe <laughs> it's you. It's pretty big. I don't believe that that's actually true. What I believe happened is that this was very deliberate. You, you there had to be some kind of thing that occurred where you were like there's not enough joy in the world or people feel no shitty all the time. No way. You just decided to write love no letters to strangers.
0: Yeah, I think I think the thing is is that it wasn't even that there was like a lack. I think it was the opposite. I think there was like so much like I felt like, I mean, there. yeah, it's not that I'm like a, a rainbows and unicorns all the time type of girl, but I, I had a lot of really good friends and really good support, and I think that rather than it being a lack of love or a kindness or whatever that I saw in the world, it was just something that I felt so much, so I wanted to give something back and just add a little bit more. So I didn't expect anything to grow of it. I honestly thought that um, it would stay as is, and I would just have this little secret, and I almost... For a while, enjoyed it as a secret. I think I enjoyed the fact that I did this thing, and no one knew who I was, and nobody knew that I did it except for a few close friends who thought I was insane and, and <laughs> why did they
2: think you were insane
0: um well. I had a little tiny box of, like, cards and pens and things like that, and, and I showed it to one of my friends, and she just looked at me, and she's like, well, what is it? And I'm like, well, I'm writing notes to people and giving them out, and she's like, oh, yeah, and, like, that's a great use of your time because you're not busy enough. And I'm like, well, yeah, and I, I guess I just didn't really understand what I was doing at the start, so I had a hard time explaining it to people. And so they thought I was a little crazy, and I just, you know, I just kept trucking forward and enjoying it on my own, and then um, the more I started talking to people about it, or rather when I was out for, you know, coffee or dinner or something and I'd leave a note for somebody at the table, they would always look at me and go, like, what did you just do? And then I would have to explain myself. And then just <laughs> people just started, you know, attaching themselves to it.
2: I would have made immediate accusations about terrorism.
0: <laughs> What's
2: in that envelope? Clearly is that white powder? It must be. <laughs> <laughs> it's white powder. It's just no, it's just flour and a recipe card. <laughs> <laughs> I just want people to cook. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But so it was going to be a thing that was just... Me. You.
0: Me it's, and the love.
2: But it's turned into something much bigger That's than that. It's
0: pretty big, yeah.
2: Well, so I mean, what is it that, what is it that it's spun off into?
0: I think it started in the summer, where it really started growing. I mean, there were people that before then in the spring would come to my house to do to write letters and to you know hear about stories and things like that so we had i would have people over every once in a while groups of people or people individually and stuff and i have like you know a fair size apartment but it doesn't hold a ton of people and i think in the summer i would i volunteer for um a camp called acca and i used to go to it as a kid and so I I staff there and you're supposed to do these like presentations And um, like some of them are self-esteem presentations. So I was, it was honestly like very last minute, I was supposed to hand in the project, like my project ideas like that day and I hadn't come up with anything. And in true Ashley form, I like leave everything to like the final second. And so I was like, well, I could do this, I could do that. And then I just actually kind of resorted to like laziness and just was like, (laughs) well, I am doing this project. So (laughs) I I guess I could talk to the kids about that. So I just like wrote up what I did and then sent it off. And I did two camps that year, uh, this past summer actually, so I volunteered for two weeks, and I had a group of 17 and 18-year-olds that was like, group of 30 and another group that was about 50 and they were like six, uh, 15 and 16 year olds mm-hmm. and they just like fell in love with it and every single one of them like wanted me to come to their school and they wanted to talk to their um, their youth group about it or their classroom about it and leadership groups and stuff so it ex- sort of exploded from that it made me realize that people actually enjoy what I'm doing and they want to to do it as well so it was from my maybe my, my own laziness that, <laughs> that it started it happening and i'm i'm very grateful that i procrastinated and that i i ended up doing it that summer so then it just now we do workshops like now we do them all over the place
2: and and so how many workshops a, a, a year like how frequently are you doing these workshops and what what's involved in them
0: well this month alone i'm doing about eight Hold um front. eight events wow. not not just workshops but um there is one major event in um In Edmonton one major workshop and then three other events that we're having and then a couple in Calgary and a couple from uh, back home in Drumheller so we're doing a few but I probably do in the city here in Edmonton about one every month and a half or two months
2: and and you all get together and you make cards
0: yeah yeah it's uh it's been pretty fun it's like craft session it's it's funny because it's it's so simple, but people really like it. And I have, like, a lot of stickers, and I've got <laughs> pens and, you know, markers and... I don't know, all sorts of like weird glitter and paint <laughs> and stuff like that. So uh, they come, we, we talk about, you know, what the project is about. We talk about some of the emails that we get in from people because we have the URL on the back of our letters. So people email, email in all the time saying uh, that they received a letter and how that felt for them. and Or, you know, just talking about whether it's our project or not about a random act of kindness that happened to them and, and how that made them feel. So we... We get those in, we talk about that, we share some of those stories. And I mean, now that we're getting a little bit bigger, now that the workshops are getting bigger, they're gonna be a little bit more formal before it was sort of a drop-in basis. But now it's, we're creating videos to go along with stuff. We are shooting a lot of, a lot of content at the workshops and sharing that with people, testimonials of people. A lot of it is like me droning on and on about stuff. Yeah. And, you know, and...
2: But who's we? You said people are helping with video and stuff, so this is well, okay. This is a collaboration, right? Okay,
0: I, yeah, I know. And some people call me on the we a lot because even in the beginning, like when I talk about when it started, I say we all the time, and I keep forgetting that there was no we, it was just me. Um, so now, like, there, there are a few core people in Edmonton that definitely are back it and are behind it and are there at almost every single workshop. Um, my husband does like some video editing with me, but yeah, I, I shoot all this, the stuff myself. I shoot it at the workshops. I, you know, video myself. I, I do it. I do it all. That's, all me. <laughs>
2: that's awesome. And you recently, or maybe it wasn't, well, it might've been recently. Did you not pitch love letters to strangers uh, to awesome Edmonton? Yeah, I did. And, and how did that go?
0: Oh, it was fantastic. I like have some mad love for awesome Edmonton as a foundation and just that whole awesome movement in general I think for in any city like it's it's so incredible but I pitched in September and they had a great turnout and I brought out a lot of people I'd like you I, stacked the room I'd really tried to and for those
2: of you who don't know awesome Edmonton is is kind of like a a granting company they invite mm-hmm. people or organizations to pitch an idea at an evening and at the end of that evening I believe yep. they award a thousand dollar prize to sort of help kickstart that thing
0: absolutely yeah it I is th-
1: the local dragons den it is yeah it is. except way less douchey
2: and, <laughs> <laughs> and upsetting I think and and actually didn't uh, Jason Lee Norman and mm-hmm. Kasia Gavlak get money for their words with friends pub crawl they did yeah Yeah,
0: they did earlier in that I think the spring and I I went on the the word crawl Mm, that summer and it was fantastic I loved it and that's how who I heard it from I am friends with Jason so I heard about Awesome Edmonton from him and I was like are you kidding there's like a group of cool people that will just give me (laughs) a thousand dollars just for doing something that I like and so I was like that's awesome so I yeah I pitched it to them and. I was, I was really nervous, but there was only four of us. Like they, they only have three or four people. So it's not like you're competing against, you know, 17 amazing ideas. It's just well, like, do
2: they keep the, that pool deliberately small or? I think so. Okay. okay. I
0: think so. Yeah. And I think like they, they have to put, pre- everybody has to present, you know, a couple minutes and it takes time for them to deliberate and then ask questions about things. So I think if they had 17 people, they'd have to do a whole day event. And so they just want to do, you know, an yeah. evening thing and stuff. So I, I pitched, had a lot of people out there. We we handed out love letters to every single person that was at the pitch. Um, ah,
2: sneaky. No, oh that's a, yeah, that's a great
0: tactic. I, love that. <laughs> I I came like so prepared, like I was just I was ready for it. But everyone was everyone who pitched was awesome, and I I was still really nervous. And then they they call my name, and I was like, it was one of those like surreal moments, like a kind of like a movie moment. I didn't really expect it, but they've been so supportive, not only in the money, but you know like helping out and and inviting me to come back to the other like. Uh, the other pitch parties and um, have my table of love letters and talk to people about it. So they're, they're so supportive and I, I don't think that, without the money, like I probably wouldn't be able to host like the bigger workshops and, and to be able to do some of the bigger stuff that I'm, that I'm doing. I could fund it myself, but uh, having an extra $1,000 in your pocket is always nice, so.
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna go there and pitch that I want $1,000. And then <laughs> you can have a movie mode. Yeah. <laughs> well, Everybody like, oh slow God. clapping you.
1: Yeah. Everyone, Everyone's slowly rising. You, you get, get g- the big check. No, you don't. You get big check. You, you do get, get the carried out on everybody's shoulders. You get
0: the big check, and I was wearing a dress, of course. And so then they put, and they give you a T-shirt. So I put the T-shirt over my dress, and so like you could see just the bottom of my dress. But then there's pictures of me holding this check with all the rest of the awesome Edmonton people, and I'm so short that you can't. See, you just see my head, and then you see these like legs. So it looks like I'm naked behind the check. <laughs> there's no there's no dress or anything. So it's just my legs, and then my head up above. So it's yeah.
2: We really need to go to one of these pitch parties, Scott. <laughs>
0: right.
2: And look like we're not wearing any
1: clothes
0: behind a giant
2: chair. No, I just think all I can think now is they're just crawling with topless women yeah. carrying around giant novelty-sized checks.
0: That's the dream.
2: It's <laughs> the dream. So how many of these love letters have you guys uh, created since the whole thing began?
0: Um, up until this point, so a year and a half, about 3,500
2: Holy shit. And
0: that's in Edmonton. So there's people in there's people in BC that do it. There's a few people in the rest of Alberta. There's some people in Australia that I know that are, you know, have, I have connections to so they've messaged me and asked if it's okay. But in Edmonton 3500.
1: So is the goal eventually that everyone in Edmonton will have received They better a love letter from a stranger.
0: That'd be pretty crazy.
1: That would be amazing.
0: I don't know how many people are in Edmonton.
1: Uh,
2: almost a million.
0: Okay, going to take some time. Your hand
2: is going to get really cramped over the next little while here, but I think that's cool. Now, you've, you've sent out that many. Yeah. I don't imagine everyone gets back to you, but do you get no. do you get quite a few responses every week?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And and what are they like?
0: Yeah, I, I don't get as many as you necessarily think. I think because there's a skepticism that I found out with people who receive a letter sometimes. I have met up with people or handed out to people a letter for a second time, and they've told me about the first time I handed it to them. But they've said, like, when they see the URL on the back, when they see the website on the back, that sometimes they think, like, oh, is this a marketing idea mm. or is this a whatever? And it it is that one step, like, it has to motivate them enough and get them excited enough to go to the website to actually look at it and then take that third step and submit something to me so i get some great emails but i do find that yeah people are very skeptical and i find that crazy because if somebody just walked up to me and handed me a note with like some weird sticker and like a little message and it had a URL in the back. I'm like one of those people that the first thing I do is like grab my phone and I go to that website. Like I need to know. I hate secrets. I need to know what the mystery is all about. And so I get some cr- I get some great emails. So when I was in France, I handed out love letters in French. I wrote them in French and I left them in bookstores and stuff. And I actually when I came back to Canada um, in the spring, then I got some from people in Paris that had received them. And I get some from people in Edmonton that just say like, hey I found it at this diner hidden whatever and I've never been to that diner so I know that that's somebody else from the workshop that took their love letters they made and and spread them around and handed them out to people so I know that other people are receiving them ones that I've never handed out
1: you should get a stamp of a QR code
0: we we actually have we have magnets as well and we we I don't tell people the magnets so I don't count them in the love letter count but we slap them all over the place like buses and stop signs and stuff because it's not then it's not graffiti you can take the take it off and you can put it at, you know places you can't put a love letter like a bathroom stall or something and one of them was just like green and it said like you are loved and then it had the the website but the other one I made had a QR code and. I, pr- I even witnessed some people that I slapped it somewhere, and I was nearby, and I hear, an, like, heard an earshot um, them talking, and they were really skeptical. They were like, they're like, oh, I bet it's just some some advertising thing, blah blah blah. And I was like, are you kidding? I like, really
2: feel like my career is a, is under assault right now, uh, or because, because you ruin have everything.
0: Yeah. You, are you, you guys the are the skeptics.
2: No, I work no, in advertising. they are oh. so
1: pervasive that they've turned everyone else into skeptics. Yeah. They have poisoned the well.
0: Shame on you. I
2: apologize.
0: Shame I, on you. You know,
2: QR codes, were, they were a thing that got used a little while ago. <laughs> they are not terribly that's, effective.
1: That's because you now just beam advertisements into people's dreams. That's right.
0: Well, yeah. And I mean, they, that's put, what? they put QR codes on every bag of chips you see now. So yeah. people all just eventually, if it's on every product, they just stop looking at it.
2: So, so shorter URLs are. Are always better
0: mm-hmm. and
2: why would someone put a fucking QR code on a bag of chips
0: I what am know. I what am I
1: eating probably for some prize yeah, for I remember prize. when they used to put the little temporary tattoo in your chips or whatever oh, and best. you had like a real it was like a box of Cracker Jacks or a box of cereal you would you have a, a real <gasps> prize in there and now it's just like <laughs> go to the website and enter mm-hmm. some points and mm-hmm. maybe you'll be entered to win a prize mm-hmm. Scan what button, happened what's it's happened to
0: temporary tattoos Let's bring that back. I that think was,
2: I think that there's they're still a thing, but not for people our age. No, but I think but much. I
0: think like the whole prizes in the cereal thing. I remember when you could get like a CD and it was like of a game like Monopoly and it was pretty legit in your in your Cheerios. And that was like the best day like getting all those prizes. <laughs> I want that. I really <laughs> I really
1: There's a comic and I can't remember it's a webcomic. <laughs> I can't remember the title. And it's this uh little kid and he's like I want this box of cereal and his mom's like do you just want that box of cereal for the toys? And he's like, yes. And she's like, how about I just get you a bag of toys then? And he's like, you're the best. <laughs> and then it cuts to them at the breakfast table. And he's got a bowl full of toys. And he's holding <laughs> a spoon. And his mom was like, eat them. Eat them.
2: <laughs> oh my God, that's awful. <laughs> I laughed so what do you hard. Think it's
0: awful? That's amazing. <laughs> that's
2: exactly what my mom used to do to us. It was terrible. <laughs> you, you wanted back them.
0: some Horrible memories. I, d-
2: I just don't think breakfast cereals are, are a, a proper prize <laughs> conveyor anymore. When, that's
0: sad. When I
1: mean, well, you're bribing children the, to buy your food, that's what the breakfast cereal is. It's
0: the most is. important meal of the day. What's That's serious. It's
1: sugar-coated sugar, basically. What? But what's
2: the... What's Start putting the, it in oatmeal.
0: <laughs> what's the... Mod- <laughs> that'd be disgusting. <laughs> the oatmeal bags. It's like, oh, <laughs> this piece, this
2: paper toy has been destroyed, and it tastes like maple. What is, the, what is the prize delivery mechanism for kids now?
0: Like, I don't even know if there is one. Because, like,
2: remember you'd read Archie Comics, and you could send in, like, a... a uh, barcode mm-hmm. thing and get some get some business back. I never did it. Get some like X-ray specs or yeah. some sea monkeys oh. or something. Yeah. yeah. So so and that would that's all marketing too by the way. Yes. So so what's the deal like how how can we get I know we've really gone off exactly. topic here. We have, and, but and it's, it's been it's since a good since the topic.
1: 80s. It's been since the 80s this is how uh, children get things uh, cartoons. <laughs> cartoons are advertisements for toys.
2: You don't get the free toy
1: You don't get a free by watch. toy. That's what I'm saying. No, you get a free cartoon by watching the advertisement, oh. and then you go buy the toy.
0: But where's the free toys? Where have they all gone?
1: Happy Meals, uh, still have Fat them. Burger. Does Fat Burger have toys? They have a little chest, and you can go in
0: and take <gasps> the toy. That brings up an excellent point. Um, dentists.
2: Yes. Some yes. dentists
0: still have the toys, and toy some jar. of them have them in a treasure chest still, and that's the best. That's the best one. I get excited about that.
2: I fucking hate the dentist.
0: Me too. I do. They
2: couldn't give me any number of toys and, and, uh, and make me happy. I'd still be like, you miserable asshole. I don't mind my
1: dentist <laughs> you, at all. My you, dentist is wonderful. He's a wonderful man. If
0: you go to the dentist, they'll give you the toy. But I went to an orthodontist from like grade 2 to like grade 11 because I had really messed up teeth. Yeah. And no toy. And that's like the most expensive kind of dentist.
2: Is it the most painful kind of dentist though? Probably. I think for all all the dental work that I've had done, Mm -hmm. um, I think the next time I go to the dentist, I would like a Porsche. (laughs) I would like to be rewarded (laughs) with a Porsche. I know he can afford it. I want a fucking Porsche. (laughs) No love letter for that stranger, let me tell you. (laughs) Now, would you settle for a model of a Porsche? Yeah, I actually would. But that would be, at least show some, some thought. I would want it to be expensive. Some consideration. Yeah. I want it
0: to be would
2: expensive. have to be made of a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's <laughs> awesome. So you've, a you've,
1: marzipan pork. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Which would kind of undermine the, the point of that's, going to the dentist. That's quite nefarious, actually.
2: <laughs> that is quite nefarious.
1: What an asshole that guy is.
2: I'm just kidding. If my dentist is listening and he, and he isn't, I apologize. I don't, I don't really apologize. Do you have a business plan, but you're not sure where to go from there? Do you want to increase sales? Get noticed? Wow your audience? Make your mom proud? Well, we've got you covered. We're connected, we're creative, and we're innovative. We are strategy first. If you've got a great product or service and you want the whole world to take notice, Call Focus Communications. Let's start a conversation. Go to focuscom.ca. And now, a dramatic reading with Scott C. Bourgeois.
1: A Heartbeat by Brightwolf A heartbeat. Such a complex thing, if you stop to consider it. Most people, he is aware, do not. They know it exists, and leave it at that. The intricacies of biology and all it entails escapes them, and they are content. Intellectually, he knows that the organ is vital for the existence of any living being, that it is the strongest muscle and accomplishes its purpose of circulating blood cells that carry necessary nutrients and oxygen through the arteries and veins in the cell's endless cycle through the body. In the detached clinical process of his mind, the heart is nothing more, nothing less. These are the observations he is supposed to make. Those that are acceptable to him and his people and have been for countless eons, and yet... Knowing the purpose behind the blood flowing through a form does not detract from the wonder he feels when he glimpses the process at work. Or, to put it more accurately, when he is reminded how its intricacies are evinced in one specific being. He refuses to dwell on this revelation, instead attempting to keep to the clinical processes, bolstering his defences with logic, and yet... For instance, there is the vein located mid-temple which pulses almost imperceptibly when that person experiences anger, such as was happening then when his captain was being confronted by a genocidal maniac who was threatening their people. He could hear the teeth grinding in that jaw, and yet there was no outward sign that his captain was not in complete control of himself in the situation, except that single solitary vein pulsing as it fed the rage faster than normal as an adrenaline spike flowed through the conduits accelerating cerebral function and allowing his captain to outmaneuver their adversary and save the day again and yet a head turned to the side laughing at a comment someone else made exposing soft flesh to any who cared to allow their attention to linger there he most certainly did not but could not pull his eyes away from the sight of skin laid bare. The single vein standing out in stark relief as the muscles were stretched. A slow beat, so much slower than his own heartbeat, which had inexplicably sped up at this observation. It was almost lazy, the pace it set, perfectly representing the coiled lion's strength and intellect of the man to which it is an essential function. And yet, a fluttering against his skin as his hand was grasped in another, could hear the pulse point on the thumb as it was pressed indelibly into his flesh, a loud claxon that silenced any other sensation as he was treated with a blinding smile. As soon as his captain was placed back on his feet, his hand was released. He had felt oddly bereft at the loss of that feather beat against his skin, but his captain was calling him back to duty, and he had no desire but to follow. And yet... A tentative touch of lips against his, as through the contact he felt the rush of blood speeding on its journey, making the lips full, enhancing sensation and clearly signifying arousal. He could feel the pulse points on his fingertips as one hand wrapped around his captain's neck, a thumb brushing just under his hem, whispering promises to the skin that begged for the touch. He was quietly amazed at his captain's daring as he deepened the kiss, his other hand reaching up to tentatively caress that temple at that vein that is an intricate part of everything he holds dear. Intellectually, he understands. This heart, the beat that sings to him as his captain sleeps against him, exists for one simple purpose. But the constant pounding flow of blood he believes he can feel through every inch of skin laid against his is not intended as a reminder that his captain is alive and his knowing the wonder that comes at recognizing the beauty of existence when encapsulated in one single man, he has found that these twain are not separate, but irrevocably entwined." Are you looking for current, relevant, highly specialized digital media instruction you need to seek out? The Guru. Guru Digital Arts College offers intense six-month programs that simulate real-world projects. You'll work in small classes in a casual professional environment and meet industry pros who offer a mentor-style approach to learning. Some institutions make the same claim, but with Guru, you'll develop the confidence to get out and become a part of the digital media community. Come visit us anytime. Check out a class, talk with our instructors, and be part of the Guru experience. For more information, email info at gurudigitalarts.com or call 1-877-429-4878. We should take a moment. Yes, uh, to thank some very special people to our lives, to say I love you, really, really, to some special people. Yeah, and
2: and by special people,
1: we don't mean our significant others, no, or our we, families. They do not pay us to our say parents. It, to talk about them on the show. Uh, we are, however, referring to our sponsors. Yes,
2: and one of our sponsors is, of course, uh, Focus Communication. So, Focus Communication, we love you. Yeah. Very much, Dean. And Sue, so the humans. The, the we are fond, lovable humans. We are fond of humans. <laughs> and we're fond of the support that they provide to this podcast. So happy Valentine's Day to you all. Not just the humans, but your entire staff. Yes. It's delightful.
1: And also, a very special Valentine's Day, I love you, to Guru Digital Arts College.
2: Yes, that's right. They are the Hogwarts of, of digital art in Edmonton, run by the... Lovable. Over, the overly romantic. Indeed. Owen Brierly. He's very handsy. <laughs> he's, he's really gropey in the best possible way. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, digital art, of course, is a big thing that a lot of people are getting into, and they've got a, a myriad of programs that you can take advantage of. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they also have an open house the week of Valentine's Day, February 12th. So check out gurudigitalarts.com for more info on that. And thank you to Owen to all of his staff and to his students, Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. So some uh. people, some people have gotten back to you yeah. with uh, about having received a love letter,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and and what is the what's the common response?
0: Uh, they love it. They're so they're so into it. They're so excited, and some of them are really sad stories. Actually, of people, if. If they received one of our letters, it could be really, really sad. They're going through something difficult. They really needed to hear, and uh, you know, whatever's written on there. Lots of times, they don't tell me what was written. They just tell me they found something or someone handed them something. And sometimes we get responses from people that not necessarily got our letter, but heard about the project, and they just share like a story with them about something that you know, the, something horrible that happened to them, and <laughs> and, and you know how something like a tiny little card or a random act of kindness helped pull them through things. A lot of them are just, it sounds bad, but yeah, they're really sad. There are some really, really depressing stories that come in. And the nice thing though, is that this project sort of addresses that and helps. We're trying to change a little bit of that. If we can change a one little story, then it's cool. That's, you know, that's what it's all about. So
1: it really goes to show the old, uh, I suppose saying that uh, an act of kindness might be trivial For you to give but might not be trivial to the person who receives it.
2: Mm. Yeah, you could this is gonna sound ridiculous and I'm not trying to be cheeky, but you could you might you might save someone's life. Mm -hmm. You might they might receive that letter at exactly the right moment and Mm -hmm. and change their mind about something. Mm -hmm. And that's that's pretty powerful stuff.
0: I've had some friends that have been going through some serious stuff and I won't obviously name their names, but they But you will after the show. But I will after the show (laughs) and yeah.
2: No. But but it's helped them. <laughs>
0: but it's helped them. And it's some of them that have gone through some really tough, like really tough times and were contemplating some serious decisions, um, that I was really worried about them and um I gave them some love letters and I mean I didn't know sometimes it's hard to know what to say when somebody's going through something, when they're if if, you know your parents are divorcing or you're going through a divorce or if you're contemplating suicide or like how do you react as like a friend how do you how do you know what to say and do because unless you've been in that spot then it's really hard you know to feel like you're equipped with something so I mean yeah it seemed like a silly thing I was like oh I'll just scatter love letters around their house and they'll find them throughout the day but some people have actually told me that that is what pulled them through and it's hard to believe and it does sound cheesy but you know if if they tell me that then I'm not going to you know, doubt it or, or question it. I, I think it can be remarkable.
2: So you are engaging in home invasions to, <laughs> to, to hide love letters for your friends.
0: If someone wants to hire me for their friend to somehow sneakily disperse letters in their office or home and pay me <laughs> for that, I would consider it. You're on board. I would be on board.
1: Cool. You are the best kind of mercenary yeah
0: yes yeah yes
2: you are the best kind of home invader I, I, i'm a fan of this
0: yeah and i'm not gonna wear a toque over my head or anything like some <laughs> weird nylon thing but, i'll be no, i'll be dressed up really nice i would mean, be
2: way
1: funnier if you were <laughs> mysterious <laughs> super criminal goes on love letter spree yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: it could be scary <laughs> that'd
2: be amazing but like and do you know break stuff break the door down Wreck a few oh things. God. Don't take anything. Leave love letters. That would be a hilarious crime spree. I'm, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But wouldn't that be? I'm really twisted.
1: I, I think because be somebody kicked in my door and left me a really nice letter. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. It
0: would be good. I think we would get a lot more responses from people um, if we did hey, that. Hey, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for breaking
1: my door. And also, also, your letter you. changed my life.
0: <laughs> you never know. You'll be
2: hearing from the police. <laughs> so you're, and not, not only are you going in your friends' houses, you said you're handing these things out.
0: Oh, yeah. And you're, are you
2: hiding them in public places as yeah. well? Yeah, I definitely am. Yeah. Yeah. Like where? <laughs> can you tell us? Yes, of course oh, I can. Cool.
0: It's funny. Sometimes when we do recording for uh, when I've done TV, TV interviews and stuff. The guy's like, okay, so I want you to like go hide, pretend like you're hiding this letter somewhere. And I'm like, well, I can just hide it there. And they're like, no, 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 but I don't know. We don't have permission. And I'm like... Yeah, I know. I never have permission to hide any of these letters anywhere. So what makes the difference? But I guess because it's on television. But anyway, uh, we, we... Dear
1: sir or madam, I would like to hide some letters on your
0: property. <laughs> Is that okay? And film
1: it for television.
0: We, I, or we, as in all the people that are part of the workshop and that ha- like spread out letters, some people tell me where they, where they leave them. I personally, I hide them in books certain specific books for people in chapters and indigo and stuff. I like to
2: <laughs> like, like what kind of books? Like, so you want to kill yourself? <laughs> no, I
0: was just going to say like the ju- don't jump or, yeah, <laughs> But like, uh, do you go to like self
2: help kind of thing, or?
0: Uh, no, it's it's all over the place. Okay. Sometimes it's just random books, or on shelves of stores. I leave them on when it's, it's so much nicer when it's warm out. But on you know a bus a bus stop like on the bench there, or like I said in people's windshield. The windshield ones are the best because you choose. They are all different colors, and we choose the. I like to choose the white ones, so they think it's a ticket. Yeah. And I put it on their windshield and I'm just like, oh, I bet somebody would just be like, shit, and just be so mad. <laughs> And then you look at the letter and be like, oh, I'm, not, I'm slightly less mad. And, you know, so we do that and we, um, I don't know. I've left them at, you know, in coffee places and hidden in big piles of toys and like, who knows, wherever. Cool. It's, it's fun to be so sneaky. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> something <laughs> sneaky.
2: Yeah. Something <laughs> that the police need to know. About. no! no. no. <laughs> We're just kidding. Of course. Um, so. Excuse me. So um, we've talked about workshops. I I wanted to get Mm -hmm. the sense of how many people you get out to these things.
0: Uh, The workshop that we're having right now on February 9th is about at 60 or more people, about 60, 65, and the room holds 50, so... Where do you do Standing
1: these? room. Yeah. Stand,
0: standing room. Everyone gets
2: a free clipboard so that they can write their love letters. Write their love standing.
0: letters and glitter them up, and yeah.
2: But where, where are you doing them?
0: Most of the places that we do them are uh, Edmonton Public Libraries. Okay. Okay. Um, EPL is like the best for nonprofit. They're so great for their their room rentals and stuff like that. They are fantastic. Cool, but, but they usually fit like anywhere. I mean, if you have ten people to fifty people, and I've gotten to the point now, the workshops are becoming bigger, so I need to find. So if someone's listening and has a space that we can do these things that, that can fit like, you know, a hundred people or something, that would be great because we do, I do have some areas, but they're all theater style. Yeah. And we need to have people interacting with each other, moving around tables, things like that. And we don't, we don't take up a lot of space, but we need to have a little bit more interaction than a theater style type of room. And I, it's just craft stuff for the most part is what I need to bring in. So it's not a, you know, it's not a huge commitment for people, but it's hard to find places in Edmonton that aren't going to charge me, you know, know. $300 to, to have a space to do this. And I mean, I'd love to be able to say that I can just afford every single time I want to have a workshop to spend $300 on the physical space, but it's not possible. Sure.
2: Scott
1: is reading some of these. Uh... Some of these uh, workshop locations oh, yeah. actually. There's uh, an LRT ride. Mm-hmm. There is one that's meeting at West Edmonton Mall. Yeah. There's uh, a Tim Hortons one.
2: So these are the letters are made. Let's disperse them. Is that is that what we're talking about for these workshops? Because you're, well, you're This not... one
0: is different. This okay. one is different than any other one we've done previous to this workshop. They come write the letters. A lot of people switch them with each other. So hey, I write 20, here, take 10 of mine, I'll take 10 of yours and I'll hand them out in my neighborhood, whatever. Cool. But, uh, and some people actually they'll come and if they're, you know, whatever, they have a lot of things to say or they just start writing and getting on a spree. (laughs) They write 40 letters. Some people don't feel comfortable handing them out, so they'll leave me the 40 letters that they wrote and I can hand them out to people. So a lot of the letters I have that I hand out are not even the ones I've written, but other people have left for me to hand out as well. Um, But this time, this workshop, we are collecting all the letters. We're not letting people take them necessarily home with them. And then we have the three locations. So we're doing downtown on Valentine's Day. The day before, we are going to West Edmonton Mall in the evening. And then we are going to ride the LRT trains the day before that, so on the Tuesday, uh, the 12th we'll be on the LRT trains, just a small group of us and handing them out to people and jumping off and on platforms and handing them out. and so this is the, this is the idea is the 1,000 love Yeg 1000 love is the, um, the handing out the disbursement of the letters. and a, so we're talking at least to do, a thousand. We want to do at least a thousand within <clears throat> the, the three days within the six hours that I have planned, uh, 1,000 letters. So yeah I want to jump from 35 to 4,500 right away. I don't want to waste any time. So
2: that's amazing. Mm-hmm. It seems reasonable.
1: Yeah,
0: and what, I think so. What a
2: nice thing to do on Valentine's Day, not necessarily related to Over like... Over
1: the four days of Valentine's.
2: Yes. Day. So the you, four days <laughs> of love. Sorry, the Valentine's <laughs> festival that, that Ashley has <laughs> that basically just, created. That
0: I've decided is <clears throat> happening in Edmonton. No,
2: that's, uh, each that's amazing. Each day should
1: be named after a different type of love. So mm. one day would be, mm-hmm. would be erotic love, one day would be platonic love, one day would be romantic love.
2: And the last day would be self
0: love. Yeah. Self-love. oh, everyday self love days, days Scott. come on. No. Uh, if that's the case,
2: I'm writing my self love letters all the fucking time. Oh
0: my
2: goodness. <laughs> yeah, we went there. You went there. We totally went right there. Right
0: away. It was
2: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um so, what what else is planned? You said mm-hmm. you said you've got uh, friends in Australia and around Canada and around mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. doing
1: this. Yeah. What, what do you what's your ultimate goal with this? Do you have one? Is is this like a a global
0: Initiative? takeover thing mm-hmm. that
1: you've got kind of scheming right now? It
0: would be cool if that happened. I'd, uh, yeah. I mean...
1: It would be amazing.
0: <laughs> I think it would be fun. Yeah. There are people in BC that have already invited me out there um, for a while now. And so there's a possibility of spreading more into BC. There are some people in Ontario that would like me to come out. Uh, there are people that contact me in the States that would like me to... To come down there or to do a presentation and stuff, so it's selective because I don't I don't have an un, you know unlimited income that I can just go travel all over the place and do these workshops with people. But there's a lot of teachers that are implementing them, uh, the idea of love letters and what it's about and stuff, um, and what we do in the workshops in their in their classrooms. So we have a lot of people doing that. So it's it's there's that section of it. There's the workshop section that I'm going to try and do as many as I can um, in the time that I have, and then I think you know just trying. To get chapters started in different areas that maybe I can come and visit you know once a year but um, there's a chapter that wants to sort of start in, in Red Deer and in Calgary and I think you know places like BC or in the States that I can't travel to as often then if we have sort of like a head person that that runs the workshops mostly and then I from a distance will sort of run that and then eventually we will take over the world.
1: It sounds like you're plotting the setting up of a terrorist network, (laughs) except that what you were doing is literally the opposite of terrorism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, and, and just
2: like those foul terrorists,
1: you're using children. (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? How dare, indoctrinating them at a young age.
2: But is there not an opportunity for you to, if, if there's a demand for you to go places, Mm -hmm. can you not turn this into Mm -hmm. your job? Is is that, have you thought about that?
0: I, yeah, I have thought about it. And, Come 2013, I had to make a serious decision about how much time I was willing to commit to love letters. It was looking like February as it is now, where I'm doing eight events and, you know, podcasts for people and interviews for people. Sorry. So much time. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, but like, that's, it's all time that takes away from, from my job. So it's like, am I willing to do this? Because if I'm not, then I can take a step back and just keep it, you know, at the, the amount of, of commitment that I'm willing to do or do I really want to see what I can make out of it? So yeah, I've decided that I'm gonna do the latter and I've decided that I I wanna see where I can go. And and I think that if I could do this as a living, like it would be a pretty pretty awesome job because the reactions from especially youth, um, they are so on board with it and so excited. So the more schools we get on board and if I can visit them, that's great. And to do public workshops and stuff and working with, um, I'm gonna be working with the Stollery coming up in 2013. I wanna be working with YES. Um, There's some uh, youth organizations in St. Albert that want me to come out there. So there's a lot of stuff and businesses as well because people don't want, trust falls anymore trust falls are 2012
2: what's that love what is letters. it tr- oh trust falls trust oh. falls
0: or 2012
2: oh i think, they're, I think those they're are 2000 <laughs> yeah i think they're a lot earlier than 2012.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah okay well fine but they're they're out <laughs> and love letters are in so people love having um love like a love letter session or workshop come into their business and and have that be something that as a business that they can get around and do for an hour or do for half a day rather than hey, let's you know all write down our fears and expectations and <laughs> go around the room and make an awkward presentation and call that fun. Well, it's, so.
1: And it's also more positive, too. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. definitely. And I, I feel like, um, I wonder if there isn't an opportunity to sort of turn this on its ear. You could do like a, an April Fool's version where it's just like hate <laughs> notes to strangers.
0: And... We've had some people, we've had some people... And I'm not going to say who, but there's something. There's some places that we were wanting to hand out letters that were worried that they would be hateful messages. And really? Yeah. It's, well, that's the skepticism. Don't. It's It's the fact that they're like, well, I don't think this would be okay because you know, perhaps these, these letters would be negative and somebody would get angry. And it's like, yeah, I know there's always a worry about something like that, but that's not what this is about. And people ask me, you know, how do you know that people in the workshops are actually writing nice things? Like what if they, what if somebody does write one horrible one and then puts your stamp on it and then it ruins your whole thing? It's like, well, it's, it's called trusting people. It's like, I, I know that they aren't going to ruin what I've created. And if they do, um, you know, I'm stronger than I look and I can beat them up. So (laughs) that's really like,
2: it'd take a special kind of sociopath
1: (laughs) to come into one of your workshops and do that. And I believe I am that sociopath. I'm going to point out (laughs) that anonymity does as the internet has proven time and again, breed, uh, sociopathy yes extreme (laughs) stupidity even Mm -hmm. and uh if my name is not attached to something what uh is stopping me from doing something terrible is basically exactly the logic behind basically every internet troll ever sure but you can't if if ashley
2: proceeded down the love letters to strangers road under the assumption that there was always going to be someone there to sabotage her Mm -hmm. why do it at all
0: Mm -hmm.
1: well and you can't let that hold
2: you back. No.
0: Yeah. No. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let the fear of that control how far this this project goes. So it doesn't. It doesn't matter to me if somebody was to do that. I would be obviously upset, and, and it would be. It would hurt to see that somebody was going to abuse that. Um, but at the same time, there's always that risk, and yeah. you have to just decide if that's if that's something that you're willing to do and willing to take. And I, I am. I want to. I want to try and challenge p- people to not be so. Douchey. Douchey to each other. Yeah. (laughs) The no
2: douche love letters to strangers.
0: That's right.
2: I think some of the great corporate ones could be that last memo you sent was satisfactory. (laughs) Your penmanship is legible.
1: Well, you need to be careful what you write in a corporate environment. That's right. Because it could turn into an HR complaint.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. You need to clean your keyboard, but you're very nice. (laughs)
0: That's nice. That's like one of those compliment sandwiches.
2: Yeah, a shit sandwich, right? A little
1: backhanded. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's like, hey, fuckface, you're all right. I like you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Scott, it is, uh, it is very nearly my favorite time of the show. I'm going to point out before we get there that uh, that last thing that Adam said was said directly to me, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it is very nearly your favorite time of the
2: show. And it wasn't directed at you, Scott. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> and the favorite time of that show is something we call... The Fast Fifteen.
1: Now, it is 15 very fast questions.
2: Oh. If you've listened to the show
1: before, Ashley... And we I presume not. you have.
2: I'm oh, well, <laughs> just kidding. Just, I time, have. It's I okay.
0: Have. <laughs> no, I have.
2: You should just pretend that you I listen have.
0: to it so regularly that I've decided to cut off any other podcast. Wow. And just be exclusive to you two. I think that's,
1: that's our like, love letter that's, from her. Yeah, that's kind of a relationship. Yeah. It's
0: yeah. cool. all true.
2: So we're going steady? The Podcast, Fast 15 yeah. The fast fifteen <laughs> is a list of 15 questions. The first 13 are standard questions we ask of all our guests. The last two, did I say 13? You did. Okay. The last two are wild card questions that are mm. tailored specifically to you.
0: Cool.
2: Are you ready for the Fast 15, Ashley sure. Green? Sure. That rhymed. Here we go. Number one, your favorite food? Raspberries. Your favorite color?
0: Red or yellow.
2: Mac, PC, or Linux?
0: PC. I'm sorry, PC. But it's not because I hate the others. I know, I'm just kidding.
2: (laughs) Dogs or cats? Dogs. Dogs. Uh, but you have a bunny, right? I have
0: a bunny, so does that count? But I'm getting a dog.
2: You're getting a dog? I am. Right on.
0: I'm so excited.
2: Big or little?
0: Um, I wanted a big dog, but my husband has allergies, so I'm getting a little dog. All
1: right. Little dogs are a little more hypoallergenic. And manageable. They don't shit as much.
0: Yeah. yeah they
2: don't shit. Uh, Coffee or tea?
0: I actually, both. 100% both. Cool. All the time.
2: Your favorite holiday?
0: I love camping, but probably uh, I love the holidays that I get paid for. So, any, <laughs> ho- any holiday for, foto- for any photography is my holiday. best. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah,
2: I guess you get to do a lot of Oh, that. that's sorry,
0: that's what I mean. I don't actually get stat holidays, so it's, it's when I like a destination ah. holiday. Ah,
2: very nice. Thing. Understood.
0: Anyway, yeah. what
1: about your, uh, your
2: favorite sport?
0: Mm, football. I'm and, a big football person.
1: And you are not watching the Super Bowl right now.
0: Yeah, I actually am very aware. There's a. F- there's
1: a. I'm very sorry. <laughs> th- spoiler alert!
2: It, it didn't even it's occur to Not even a spoiler alert. Yeah, We're I know it didn't f- even occur Recording this during the Super Bowl. <laughs> you should have said something. Is.
0: The Super Bowl. There's a Super Bowl party waiting for me that I am running to right after okay, well, this. We'll, with snaky snacks we'll ready. blaze through no, no, the rest it's, of No, no, it's really. I'm not. I, the I'm more into CFL than NFL, so Ooh. really, it's okay.
2: Okay, still, we'll move things along. Your All favorite right. pastime. Mm.
0: I play the ukulele, so i probably say that would be my favorite thing to do.
2: And what about your favorite music at this particular moment?
0: Um... I'm a I'm a big hipster, so anything anything indie, I like little indie electric, indie pop, I like all that stuff. I mean Anything I,
1: that we haven't heard of. Anything yeah. you
0: haven't heard of <laughs> is my favorite. But I also love classic rock and my dad would my dad is to blame for that and so, I love
1: it. So just for clarification, <laughs> you are a hipster who doesn't like mainstream stuff. Yes. But also mainstream. you love all this total mainstream yes, stuff.
0: Yes. I love it all. I love everything. Wicked,
2: okay. What about your favorite movie? <gasps> Either of all time or at this particular moment. Mm,
0: I'll do all time. Mm-hmm. It's probably a toss up between *The Last Unicorn*, which is an excellent movie, and oh, maybe I should just leave it at that maybe movie. just that.
1: Maybe it's just *The Last Unicorn* <laughs> because the other one was going to be a porno. Yeah. <laughs> I don't admit it. The Last
0: Unicorn does Dallas. No, no. <laughs> That's Subtitle, horrible. horny. I also like when Harry met when uh, when Harry meets Sally. I yeah. like that one a lot. Yeah. That
2: is acceptable. It's funny. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Uh, like, Last unicorn. Let's stick with that.
2: Okay. What about your favorite video game?
0: Um, mm, Mario Kart for sure. <laughs> any Mario though of any kind.
2: You're all. You're on. Board. I'm all
0: about it. But Mario Kart for sure. Okay. I can beat anyone.
2: If you could have one superpower, what would it be?
0: I would like to uh, fly
2: okay that is acceptable
0: okay
1: really it's getting exactly. around easier yeah
2: no traffic yeah but really messy hair you know uh,
0: so. no, windswept well, okay windswept sorry yeah so Thank you just
2: you just look even more mysterious or hat hair because you're <laughs>
1: wearing a crash helmet or yeah something.
2: or something uh star trek or star wars
0: Oh, God. Sorry. Get out. Sorry. After we ask these next two questions. I've never been introduced to Star Trek, really, truly. So it's not that I'm choosing... I'm only choosing the one that I know of, but I do, like, other nerdy shows. That's fair. I'm getting into Battlestar Galactica. Nice. And I'm a huge lover of Firefly. So, like... There's some, yeah. Oh yeah, it's
2: all good. You've got you're, credibility. You
0: guys are you guys are judging me though. I can tell you're judging not me. Only really? I,
2: only I am. Okay. Scott. and that's okay,
0: so only if, because
1: he's very big on the start. Yeah.
0: Okay, sorry.
2: Now we're on to our wild card questions. We've got two more of these. The okay. first, <laughs> the first one, because this <laughs> is our Valentine's Day special. It's mm-hmm. true. What is your best Valentine's Day memory?
0: Um, I would say probably the first Valentine's that I ever had with my husband. Yeah and we had just been dating for about three weeks, so I didn't know like what the protocol would be for like, oh, do you go mega romantic or not? So we went for a beer and wings with his friends, and then we walked back home like in the snow, and it was freezing, and all of our, like with all of our friends, and that was the best. I loved it, it was awesome. That's cool, that's wicked. And this Valentine's Day, I'm excited for, too, because after all of the love letter stuff, we're, we're going to die hard. So I'm <laughs> so excited. I think after all the mushiness, I just need, you know, to see some explosions and stuff. That's, so.
2: that's perfectly perfectly normal, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, your last wild card question, because you are a photographer. Yeah. And you did talk about destination photography. Yeah. What are some, what's some of the best, or what is the best place you've ever been able to photograph in?
0: I think just in general. Yeah. Anything. I would say Barcelona, because when I was in Barcelona and taking photos, it's, like a, it's the place that I feel like I'm meant to be. Like, if it wasn't Edmonton, I would be in Barcelona. Very cool. So, I love that place. Right on. Mm-hmm.
2: That concludes the Fast 15, and Woo! consequently concludes our Valentine's Day episode.
1: Yes. So, another year of romance culminates... With really this episode, yeah. I mean this is the high point romantically of the year. Yeah, it for really everybody, is for everyone. So, uh, due in large part to Ashley's
2: participation in the
1: show, That's true. You so you are welcome. <laughs> you are gentle listener from Adam and myself. We love you. Yes, we do. We love your continued patronage of our podcast. Yes, we do. And uh, we would love for you to continue to listen to the Unknown Studio.
2: And we'll thank you again for listening
1: to this show. Goodbye, everyone. You've been listening to The Unknown Studio, episode 81. Our guest, Ashley Green. pre production by Adam Rosenhart. Post-production by Scott C. Bourgeois. The Unknown Studio is a proud member of the League of Extraordinary Media. You can visit us on the web at theunknownstudio.ca. Thanks for listening.
2: I seem insensitive to what you're going through,
0: Captain. Understand? It's the way I am. Don't be afraid. Here's my hand. Hold on. You are beautiful. More beautiful than any dream of
2: beauty I've ever known. What is your point, Mr. Spock? I love you. I can love you. Kiss me.